Welcome back to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Jimbo fan podcast. I am your host, Ed Moore. Our book this time out is issue 26 of the first volume of Usagi, dated January 1991 from Fantagraphics. The story entitled The Duel. And the book opens with a nine-panel page. We have apparently a duel going on. We see first uh, the one side of the duel. Then we see that the other side of the duel is Usagi. Apparently the men are holding boken, which are wooden swords. And interspersed between panels of our two duelers, we see a third, uh, probably a samurai standing there, uh, watching intently the duel, and then off to the side and behind him we see the bet taker who is taking bets, changing odds, and um, the the town's people seem to be very much into this. And then at the end of that nine panels, the two duelers, uh, Usagi and what appears to be a panda, I believe is the character, with really uh, jacked up teeth, yell at each other, charge at each other, and then stop, uh, almost juxtaposed, uh, holding the pose, as you will see uh, in a lot of uh, the Japanese movies, older movies of of a duel, they will execute a move and then they'll both freeze and everybody holds their breath to see if one of the duelers reacts as if they have been struck and that is what is occurring here although the panda puts his hand on his stomach we see Usagi uh, reaches up and, and holds his shoulder signifying that both men landed blows the panda who has a shaved head but he has a top knot uh, but I'm pretty sure it's a panda uh, says that it's a draw Usagi disagrees says no he's won he struck the first blow the panda uh, is is much disagreeing with this such to the extent that he demands a reduel only this time with real blades and uh, Usagi says no he, he won't do that because you'll die and the panda doesn't care he wants um I suppose he wants some measure of honor back in that he feels that honor has been lost in that Usagi won't acknowledge that he won. Um, We see several panels of the bet taker asking this samurai who's watching who will win. Uh, He gives him, you know, his, his opinion and the bet taker immediately turns and starts gathering up the monies, the bets from the townspeople. No sooner have the bets been taken that the duel is over, Usagi has killed this other samurai. Uh, He states, directing it towards the samurai who's been watching, this was a fair duel, summon the authorities. Meanwhile, let no one touch the body. And then he bends down to indeed verify that the samurai is dead and says, what a waste. The watching samurai adds, but unavoidable, he was too skilled an adversary to take lightly. Yes, Usagi responds. You have an unusual technique. I witnessed a similar form only once before, about a month or so ago, the samurai tells Usagi. 
I was the last of the three to whom my teacher, Katsushi, taught his new style before his death. Well, this samurai I mentioned was younger than you and not as adept. And Usagi thinks for a minute and says, hmm, a mystery. Perhaps one of my co-students has founded a school of his own. Well, no matter. Uh, the samurai introduces himself as Shubo, uh, indicating he is an unemployed samurai. Usagi obviously is unemployed in that he is taking these duels out on the street. As they're exchanging uh, official greetings, an innkeeper runs up and tells Usagi that he can stay at his inn for free. Uh, gratis, I think is what they would call it nowadays. Because he made a bundle of money off of this last duel, and it's the least he can do. So, Usagi goes to the dude's inn, kind of being drugged by the innkeeper, but he willingly goes nonetheless. Shubo accompanying him. And they sit down for a meal, and discuss their current state as masterless samurai as running. Uh, both of them indicate to the other that they want to settle down. We hear from Usagi that not only that, but he is traveling back to the village from which he was born. And I believe after that last uh, big blowout story arc that we had that, that Usagi has mentioned that before that that kind of put him in mind having survived all that the uh, the Dragon Conspiracy Saga I think something like that was the title if I recall and uh, he wants to to reacquaint himself with what he was where he has come from perhaps he feels he's uh, lost some amount of that and wants to gain that back if possible this other samurai, Shubo, much the same feeling. However, he feels that in order to do that, he must put back a nest egg. And so he is in the process of funding his retirement, whereas Usagi is just traveling, journeying, shall we say, to his retirement. So the two-part, we find that Shubo goes to another in another room where the bet taker is and we see that he and the bet taker are very much in cahoots in that they have set up the town now in having watched Usagi win against the current town champion as it were which the panda identified himself as and so now uh, they will talk things up and Shubo will duel Usagi and most assuredly from Shubo and the bet maker readily agrees, bet taker, excuse me, that uh, Shubo will be able to win this without any problems. Shubo leaves for the night, goes upstairs, and we find that he is currently married with a child and they are with him. We find that he has been traveling, setting up these duels, bilking people out of money, along with this bet taker, for uh, a year, give or take, uh, that came out in the conversation Shubo had with the bet taker. So, I don't know that the child here is a year old, but it is a young infant uh, with the mother. The mother's name is Kuniyo, 
and he comes up and tells her excitedly that, you know, I, I basically I have this one more job I have to pull off. And then when I pull off this job, I'll make so much money that along with the rest of the money we have, I'll be able to retire from pulling jobs and leave this life and live the father-husband life that we both so dearly want. Uh, old story. We've seen it come up in popular culture all over the place time and time again. Still comes up. Kunio doesn't want him to do this last one, not because it's any different, but because she realizes how dangerous what he does is. Shubo poo-poos it, then tries to assuage her by taking the tact that he knows what he's doing. Uh, she doesn't have to worry. Then he tries the tact of saying that he's in charge, and it will happen because he says it will happen. Um, tries a couple other of the, the pat uh, ways to, to assuage the wife's fear that the husband is doing something that is not healthy. Ultimately, uh, she succumbs to his assuagement, shall we say, acquiesces, and that is that. Um, we do have a situation here where during the course of their conversation, the sleeping baby wakes up and starts crying, lending to the forcefulness with which Shubo is pressing his side of the argument, I, I take it. And the next day, we see Usagi. He's leaving. He notices that everyone that he passes or interacts with has this really weird look on their face. A kind of a knowing grin we see from the innkeeper. Uh, a, another townsperson uh, says, Ho, samurai, I've got my money riding on you. And Usagi looks at him questioningly, questioningly and just says, Well... I guess this town just has some odd people in it. And then another merchant passes by and says, Go get them, samurai. And Usagi decides, Yeah, this town is really pretty odd. I, I guess I better just go. Meanwhile, another townsperson has greeted Usagi in that same manner, but Usagi doesn't see him. And in the background of one of these panels, we see Kunio with her son, leaving town because in the conversation with Shubo he told her to let him do what he was going to do and he would meet her at the outskirts of town on the east side she should go there and wait for him and when he finishes this duel he will meet her there so we do see early on on this particular page that she is leaving to do as her husband has told her to do take that as you will uh, as Usagi is leaving town, he sees a group of people, uh, goes to see what the people are doing, and finds in their midst a Shubo, who says, We've been waiting for you, Usagi. Usagi asks, Well, what's going on here? Shubo says, A duel, Ronin. Usagi flatly says, No. And then they start going back and forth. Well, if you don't, you'll die. Well, if we do duel, Usagi says that he wants to use the boken, which are the wooden swords that he was using at the beginning of the story. Um, Shubo says, no, nobody will bet on a wooden sword duel. This duel is to the death. That way the most money is made. Nusagi notices over there in the background that the bet taker is taking the bets, writing them down, giving receipts, calling out odds, a lot more involved in this money-making process than he was when Usagi first saw him. And Usagi puts it together, ah, so you're in league with the bet taker here to make money on this stuff. Uh, Shubo tells him it, it doesn't matter. Um, I am here for the duel. 
I will make the money that I need to make, as I told you, and I will leave this life. So Usagi says, very well then. We cut to a page. We see Kunio with the baby, who is never given a name here, uh, standing off outside the village waiting. She's having fun with the baby, holding the baby, but then slowly she starts to break down and break down until she starts crying. Um, In this, we see the baby happily playing with a little butterfly that happens to be buzzing in the area. Or, well, flitting in the area, I guess, as butterflies don't typically buzz. Uh, Back to the duel. Shubo and Usagi are facing off against each other. Again, they're standing there, taking each other's metal. They yell... and charge each other pass each other and hold that pose only this time it's like two steps past because their charge was so ferocious and vicious as opposed to Usagi and the panda which they stopped virtually juxtaposed and so they stand there and they're holding that pose and Usagi appears to perhaps be hurt we see the grimace on his face he's in the four panel Uh, in the rear of the panel is Shubo facing away from us. We cannot see his face. The townspeople have all these different looks on their faces. Fear, exasperation, joy. One of them passes out from the tension. Usagi is there waiting on one knee. Shubo slowly turns and charges again at him. But before he reaches Usagi, he collapses dead. The townspeople erupt in joy, uh, cheers of hurrah and huzzah. Usagi is very taken aback with this. He's, he's got a, a very angry look on his face and shouts out, How dare you? A person lies dead and you celebrate. What kind of people would bet on another's demise? Ghouls to take advantage of death. And one of the townspeople jumps up and says, Gulp, you're right, samurai. Usagi says, I hope never to return to this loathsome town. Townspeople, we can only beg for forgiveness for our greed. We're all ashamed. Yes, we are lower than the scum at the bottom of a stagnant pool. And I say that that way because after several panels, when Usagi is out of range, the townspeople all return back to the joyous uh, gaiety that they had uh, before they were called down for it. We then see a large, muscular townsperson, uh, a bear of some sort it looks like, has found the bet maker who, by the shape of his ears, I would also say is supposed to be some kind of bear, but I don't really recognize. He was trying to sneak away because apparently he did not have the money to cover everyone's bets and took their money but cannot pay out on the odds that he gave. So he is left at the mercy of the townspeople who, when they discover this, are quite enraged. And that's the last that we see, except that Usagi, on a knoll outside of town, stops and thinks to himself, I thought I heard a scream. It must have been my imagination. And continues on his journey. Now, we know that because he did not run into Kunio, he did not leave the town via the east exit, because... On the final page of the story, she is there standing on a knoll overlooking town. And we do indeed see, which is cool, by the way that the town is drawn, that she is at the opposite end outside of town than what Usagi is. 
and she's holding the baby, puts the baby down. You see the day is leaving, is leaving, is leaving. The baby is playing. It's starting to get night. It's night. The moon is up. The baby is sitting there crying, and the woman is collapsed, crying on the ground. Finally realizing, because her husband never came to her, that he must have finally lost a duel. So, Usagi, uh, the bet-taker Shubo, and Kunio were the mains in this particular story. Shubo, I doubt we'll ever see again. It'd be kind of cool if we saw Kunio. Uh, The bet-taker, I don't know, I would say that if he survived, he probably has gone into a different profession. Uh, We are introduced to the word Boken, which is the wooden swords, the practice swords, or not just a practice sword, there's an actual martial art that involves... I believe those spoken as well. Uh, no notes uh, that come to mind from having read that. Uh, it, the The beginning of the story, though, does put me in mind of a section of Seven Samurai. I don't remember if it was the beginning of the movie or a scene from the movie where uh, the bet taker and a watching samurai set up to fight another samurai and set it up so that they can take bets and make money on it and everything like that. Uh, that that c- conceptually, if not exactly, I believe is taken from the Seven Samurai. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but it, it sounds familiar. I believe one of the samurai that go on to do that is the uh, samurai that is working with the bet taker. And so it's a it's a story. It's a, it, one of the stories. This is redemption story from being that person to being the person at the end of the seventh samurai that has done this noble thing of, of defending this town against the uh, the bad guys, the gangsters. All right, guys. Next time out, issue twenty seven, cover dated March nineteen ninety one. For those of you that want to read along, if not, I guess just ignore that. Uh, the story is entitled "My Lord's Daughter." That also is the Fentographics, the first volume which we're slowly but surely getting through. I believe the first volume from Fantagraphics went somewhere between 40 and 50 issues, I think, before they moved, uh, before Stan moved Usagi over to Mirage, and then from Mirage, I think ultimately to Dark Horses is the journey, which is where it's at now. We, uh, if, if you want to leave any feedback, you can send me an email at usagipodcast at gmail.com. You can catch notice of the episodes on the Usagi Ojimbo Dojo Facebook page. The Ronin Rabbit has a Google Plus page. And the website is bigtimenoise.com slash Ronin Rabbit if you want to leave word, feedback, um, anything positive, most things negative even there. Uh, those are the places to leave it. So... Again, thanks, guys, for following along as I haltingly continue this journey. Uh, We'll talk to you again next time. Ciao. The Ronin Rabbit Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, Non-Derivatives 3.0, Unported License.